Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We are here to plug you in to the world of professional wrestling. I'm Keeney and I'm joined, as always, by Fisher and Krusty. Hi, hey, guys. Everyone. Well, you're sort of joined by me. If you're watching on YouTube, <laughs> my, I, we started this and my video just kept freezing. Um, I don't official know technical, Fisher technical I've issue. I've tried with camera plugged in. I've tried without camera plugged in and it won't seem to do it. So at the moment, I'm just going to do it. I might try again at some point to go on camera, but at the moment, I'm just... But I'm sure the fans are absolutely devastated about that. Yeah. (laughs) And a a podcast listeners is fine. So my voice will be fine, but you might not be able to see me. I've gone John Cena. You have gone John Cena. Uh, (laughs) We're going to run through uh, SmackDown and Raw from the last week. But first, we are over to Fisher for some news. Yeah, well, it's it's not really a wrestling news segment in the sense of, you know, anything. Uh, It's just, a you know, obviously a tragic accident happened and we lost a a wrestler this week a current active wrestler in in ring of honor of course in jay briscoe uh someone who's been in ring of honor had the very first match in ring of honor on tv 20 years ago he's only 38 so he must have been 18 when that happened um and he's been in there ever since he's one of the most decorated people in the history of ring of honor um and it's just really sad that he obviously died in a car accident his daughters are injured in the accident as well very young girls um so we, we you know i hope they recover, have you know recover from their injuries. It's just really, really sad. Um, and yeah, like the wrestling world has been paying tributes to them. A lot of people obviously know them very well. The likes people have wrestled in Ring of Honor, people like Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, Brian Danielson, all these guys, are friends with them. FTR, of course, as well had a great match with them last year. You know, a lot of people described it as match of the year last year. They were very close to them. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of, you know, very upset people in the wrestling community at the moment. So I thought we should just give that a mention before we, we get on with the, obviously the review of Raw and Smackdown this week. Um, but yeah, it's just really sad wrestling news. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. I know. Should we get into the week in WWE and Smackdown? And yep. I mean, it kicked off with a banger. The Intercontinental Championship match between Gunter and Braun Strowman. What did you guys make of that one? It was really good, I thought. Um, And I mean, well, Gunter matches don't generally miss, do they? Um, But this was one where, like, normally he wrestles smaller guys, or at least, I mean, Sheamus isn't that small, but still, you know, he's not a giant. So it was a bit of a different, you know, he's had classics with people like Tyler Bate in the past and, and other people of that kind of size. Um, so to see him wrestle sort of someone of that size was a bit different, but it still worked really, really well. I thought it was a really good match. It was interesting to see Gunther actually looking kind of small against someone here. Yeah. Um, shows how big Strowman actually is. Uh, interestingly, what, what do you think of Strowman after this match, Keeney? Because I know you've been a little bit wavery on his return. Yeah, well, I just think his return lacked direction. And I don't think that really changes here, but I will say this is the best match he's had, maybe, maybe ever, but definitely since his return. It was, yeah, I was going to say it's definitely the best <laughs> match he's had. But I, I actually was going to say I've put in there: is he one of the best returns of the Triple H era? I know it's not had that much direction, but generally, I there are lots that haven't worked, in my opinion. Um, there are there are actually more that probably aren't working than are for me. 
So yeah. I would put him not at the top, but nearer the top than a lot of people. I think he's exceeded expectations. I and he gets a better reaction as well. as well. I think he gets a better reaction than all of them apart from Bray. I think he's quite over, to be yeah, honest. I, when I, he I comes really out, do. he gets a, a bigger reaction. Now, you know, other people are having good pushes, um, for example, but I don't think damage control are getting the reactions that Braun Strowman's getting. I don't think no. Mia Yim, Emma... John, even Johnny Gargano, they're not getting the reactions for Strayman's no. game. And in my opinion, they all lacked, apart from damage control, you know, they've lacked direction as well. I think there's, yep. I think there's someone of the, I mean, it needs to be talked about really. I'm glad that he's brought a lot of people back, but a lot of them don't seem to have that interesting storylines. No, he, yeah. he's, he's done the thing that I, and I think we all criticize Tony Khan for a lot was just bringing people in for the sake of bringing people in. Um, I, I, again, the caveat I'll always bring back is I think he had a very small roster, especially on SmackDown. So I think it did need some bodies there. So he, I think he had to do something, but he, I think he probably went a bit too far. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm just excited to see what Braun does next, I guess, because other, outside of Gunter, I don't know what matchups for Braun excite me that we've not seen before. Yeah. Like, like a Bray Wyatt, we've seen that. Like... Roman Reigns, we've seen that to death. Like I, I don't really, I don't really know where he goes from here. So that's that's going to be interesting to see his next move. I would predict it will be in the tag division with Ricochet. That's yeah, what I, was I think. Say that. That's what I think we'll see next. And I guess that's a bit different. Although we saw him, you know, as tag champ previously with Nicholas. So yeah, that was yeah. a similar <laughs> size person to Ricochet. You could argue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, interesting, but a great match. And I'm just glad that Gunter's picking up the win. Just on a dominant run as champion, yeah. just beating everyone. And he's beaten, you know, he okay, he's, I think the start of his run was like Ricochet and I think Drew Gulak he beat towards the start. But now he's beaten Sheamus and Strowman. Like these are big guys now. Yeah. So he's he's on that trajectory, that Bobby Lashley trajectory we saw a couple of years ago. He's on that trajectory, Gunter. And a definite future world champion I think yeah he should be if Triple H I mean it's this is a story for another debate for another day but if Triple H you know um, retains control of creative then I think he will be um, obviously if Vince brings himself back in which wouldn't be exactly but the most surprising news in the world then uh, then things could be very different but at, at the moment yeah I'd agree yeah um and just moving on, we, we were talking about returns. And one name we didn't mention was Carrion Cross, who um, yeah. interrupted the Rey Mysterio promo um, in the ring. And they brought Dorsey lead into a match, probably at the Rumble. Um, I mean, are you excited about this match? And what do you make of Carrion Cross's return? Because he was someone who was booked terribly under Vince. And now he's come back. It's more, more akin to what we saw in NXT, I would say. I don't think he's having enough matches where he's winning is the problem. Uh, he's getting a lot of powerful segments and promos, which is sort of... I, I'm quite a Carrying Cross fan, but this begs the question, mm. is he just an entrance and a promo? That That is the concern here. Uh, I can't say any matches I can think of where I went, that was great. Not not yeah. one. Um so Hopefully Ray can know. get a good match out of him, though. I think Ray can get a good match out of him. I'm hoping um, so. Um, it's kind of that thing, I guess, similar to uh, Bray. You get all these fantastic promos and uh, aura around him. And then the match, maybe. It just doesn't, doesn't have enough matches to, to make him almost a wrestler, in a way, which is quite an odd thing to say. Yeah. In NXT, I found myself a lot more excited by him. I think he was destroying everyone back then. Yeah, um, I'm not too sure on his look either. I'm struggling to get around it. I think he looked a lot more badass with his bald head. Yeah, I think um, he needs to shave his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think also, I think he's hampered a bit by ha- having that dark persona when he's on the same show as Bray Wyatt, who is who is a, just, just a better version of Karrion yes. Cross. So I think that hampers him. If he was, if there was no Bray Wyatt there, he would probably be in a bigger spot. I I, mm-hmm. I think, but yeah, I think that potentially hampers him. But I think it'll be a decent, decent yeah. match when they when they get to it. 
I think it will be. Ray is fantastic, isn't he? Something I think we need for Karrion Cross if he's really going to get over as a mega heel is he uses TikTok for like time's mm. ticking, but I, I don't think he's ever actually stopped anyone doing anything, really. <laughs> I think he should end someone's career to really get um, a, a, a legend or something. Well, Ray would be a good ready. person for that, wouldn't he? Ray so. would, but you're going to want him surely at WrestleMania. Of course. Dom. So yeah, yeah, yeah. unless Dom gets involved here and causes the loss. Well, if it's at like the Rumble, then obviously it'd be both brands there. They could. I, I think. I don't think the match will happen at the Rumble, by the way. I think they'll both be in the okay. Rumble. Um, I don't know if they announced, they might have even announced it on TV. I can't remember, oh, but I, I think he, it might be a, I think Ray might have announced he's in oh, the he Rumble. Oh, he has, yeah. He said but, he's but in the that, Rumble, that yeah. doesn't mean he can't have another match. We've seen I think I think they the match is happening on TV. Um, I, okay. I can't see... They've, the, the card's got five matches on it already, and I just don't see this match being big enough for them to put it on the Rumble card. I think they'll both be in the Rumble, and Dom will probably be in the Rumble as well. I guess we um, could have Ray win the match versus Cross, but then Cross cost Ray the Royal Rumble, like his last chance at a world title shot, I guess. And that could really play into the, to his persona. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Um, I agree with what you were saying, by the way, about, you know, his promos. I think this is a good promo here. Um, I think the one thing that makes him different and stands out is the fact he has Scarlet with him. Um, yes. And I was glad that we didn't do it. Obviously we didn't do a pod last week, but the week before they had Scarlet actually wrestle in a mixed tag match with yeah, him as well. Interesting. Yeah. And I thought that was a good use. And I want to see more of that. Um, and I want to see maybe Scarlet do a little bit more because she comes out, she stares at people, and then that's about it, really. I want her to see her actually do something in these feuds as well. Um, yeah, I think that would make it more interesting and make it stand out a little bit more. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Um, what else from SmackDown? I mean, <coughs> pardon me. We've got the the main event. Of course, Sammy that was the, the big thing, really. And Kevin Owens with an interesting twist at the end. Um, I really liked the the story of this match. I know DQ finishes aren't what we want to see, but in this on this occasion, I can forgive this because you can't really have KO lose and Sammy losing again would also have been a bit lame. Mm. Um, and the way they yeah. told the story well, of the I Usos think this coming is in. Roman sort of holding the uh, power over yes. Sammy. I think that's yeah. what this is displaying, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That he's ordered this and that we're starting this feud. I really don't know where this is going. Um, it's so confusing, isn't it? I it, guess we'll it, find out more this week on Raw. Yeah, I, the thing is, it, it can go in one of about 10 different directions and that's what's great about it is it's very hard to predict when or what is going to happen. Um but yeah, this was interesting and just Sammy's reaction at the end, kind of hesitantly throwing up the the finger. Um yeah, he was alongside so annoyed. Solo. Yeah, um, he didn't like it. And this is the first time we've seen Sammy annoyed with the bloodline. It's always been the other way around. We've never seen Sammy have hesitation the other way, really. Well, that's why the interesting story is, is Sammy going to walk out on the bloodline or the bloodline going to kick Sammy out? Because it's happening eventually and it's probably going to happen at the Rumble, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. But mm. it could go either way here. And there's just little interesting facial expressions from him. And even at the end, I don't know if you spotted it, I saw a picture, a freeze frame kind of on Twitter where it, at the end of it, um, KO is like lying in the ring and KO is like holding on to Sammy's leg. And Sammy's just like looking down at him, like, I'm sorry, oh. kind of look on his face. And Jay is staring at Sammy. Mm. Just little subtle bits like that. It's like, it's so good. It's such good storytelling. Um, and the match itself here was actually really good until the DQ as well. Yeah. Again, these these two guys don't miss, especially against each other. Um, but yeah, this, you know, we've got on the Raw coming up, we have all of the Bloodline appearing. So I don't yeah, know. All if generations, I... which is interesting. That is interesting. I, I don't so know. I think it... we're going to get Rikishi. We'll get Afa and Sika, who are, um, you know, the Wild Samoans. Okay, I I don't know whether they're booked for SmackDown this week or not. I I don't know whether. Uh, no, there's a Roman. There's a Roman KO contract signing on SmackDown this week. Okay, yeah. So okay, so, we've, we've we've got double Roman this week then coming up, which is good. But yeah, that that segment on Raw is going to be very interesting. I reckon the Do fact that we... it said all generations of the Bloodline are there. I don't want to skip too far to it, but since we're discussing it, do we think they could have the Rock there? 
Well, this is this is the thing. I think On everyone's going to be there except. Yeah, I think everyone's going to be there except The Rock. And then Roman's going to be like, there's only one, because it's an acknowledgement ceremony, right? So my prediction yeah. is everyone's there except The Rock. And The Rock's like, uh, and Roman's like, everyone's acknowledged me apart from one person. Where's Dwayne? Uh, I see. And he's like, is he too busy? And then that's going to set up him coming at the Rumble, either in the Rumble or after the match or whatever. And that's I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm excited for that. <laughs> I, I mean, it's possible the Rock might be, be there next week. It's a huge show. It's Raw 30th anniversary. We'll get to it in, when we get to Raw, but it's it's loaded. And um, yeah. But yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I think we're going to get Rikishi there. We'll get the rest of... Um, we've had the Wild Samoans and that turn up before. Um, Roman's, you know, dad and stuff as well, I think. And yeah, so I think we'll, um, we'll get... A, We'll get a lot of the people. We hopefully we might even get like a Naomi return or something. Maybe I'd like to see that because technically she's married yeah. into the family. That could so be awesome, yeah, um, that'd be great. But we'll we'll see, you know. But yeah, let's uh, let's carry on with SmackDown because that's jumping ahead a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, what what else did you have from SmackDown? I think um, most Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, interesting. Um, another sort of general promo from him uh, talking about LA night. But what was the interesting thing about this one is it was like his old eat of worlds gimmick. Um, he had his rocking chair in the ring. He was talking. I can't remember exactly what he said, but he said a lot of lines that he used to say back then. Um, and it felt very old school Bray Wyatt. And I, I enjoyed that. And uh, there wasn't a lot else to it, but you know, yeah, it, it, this kind of felt a bit, um, not out of place, just nothing Bray White's done has kind of felt like this. He's felt like a whole new character uh, with it's still being Bray White, but he hasn't felt like the eater of worlds. He's just felt like himself as much as he can. So doing this felt a bit odd. Um, and yeah. he, he didn't, he didn't, this is old school Bray White where he didn't really say anything despite talking a lot. Like, like, do you know what I mean, there's that nothing really concrete about what he said. Um, you know, the kind of dark promos that we saw from Alistair Black and stuff as well um, before and even in AW still. But yeah, yeah, just just uh, just a little bit confusing. Um, I mean, this this match at the Rumble, the only thing that scares me is it's sponsored. The match, I can't remember what it's sponsored by. Like Mount, Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. That scares me a bit. The last time. It's not match... so much a Mountain Dew, but I, I just think the pitch black match, like what are we going to see? It's more that that bothers me. Than the sponsoring, I got a feeling it's not going to be good. You know, I've just got a feeling, and I don't. I want it to be great because it's his first match back. Yeah, but yeah, I am a I, bit concerned. I, I, I agree with your concerns. Yeah, the the Mountain Dew thing scares me. That this match is going to end with like a Mountain Dew bottle to the face or something. Oh, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be like that. <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to be. Like oh, I'm that. sure. I'm, I'm sure Howdy's going to come out of a Mountain Dew cannon. Yeah, <laughs> I I think you could have Uncle Howdy causing Bray to lose here to build up a big feud at Mania. Yeah. Um, Because I also am sort of thinking do we need LA Knight losing this early? I, I, if I was booking it I would have LA Knight win this match personally. Because of big big Howdy. Yeah, Howdy's the feud that we're heading towards, not LA Knight's just the and LA Knight can get a win, Bray will move on and not be affected and I think that's the way to go about it. Yeah. It's going to be interesting because it's like I basically LA Knight kind of described it in an interview with someone as he said, he doesn't know, I, I don't know that much about the match itself yet, but it sounds like it's going to be kind of a street fight in the dark. So if it's a street fight, it should be entertaining, but it depends. The pitch black bit element scares me a little bit because what, what are we going to see? Are we just going to hear the match? Because that'll be rubbish. And the crowd there needs to be able to see it, in my opinion, to react to it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we need to be able to see. I want it to be dark, but not too dark, um, basically. But, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure I'll be able to see what's going on. The thing is, due to health and safety, they have to have some form of lighted. So, yeah. yeah, it just won't be the main it light. It might sign. be a backstage one, a, uh, a recorded Well, it yeah. It could be. Yeah. Some of those have been some of the best matches, to be fair, that Bray have had. So, mm. Um, maybe not Bray. I, I remember enjoying the Undertaker, um, AJ Styles one. Oh yeah, the, the Cena Bray one was good, and that's not too bad for people in the arena. If they do it straight after a match, so there's not like a massive wait, and they just get it going instantly, it's not so bad, is it? No, no. But it's it's 
it's going to be interesting what we what we get, but I guess we just wait and see. But there's so much going on with Bray and Uncle Howdy, even being on Raw as well. Seems to be very crossed over at the moment. It's a bit confusing, but I'm sure yeah. we'll get there. We'll see more about it, I think, by the Rumble, and we'll know what direction it's heading, hopefully. Yeah. Um, point move on to the women's division now, because I haven't spoken yeah. much about that. Um, Charlotte Flair, her first contender appears to be Sonia Deville which feels very underwhelming. Maybe. I mean, the, the, the division... You need to get her a few wins under the belt, I guess. Yeah, I guess the division isn't stacked. This is one I would definitely not do at Rumble. I would just do this on TV. Um, but they did brawl backstage and, you know, there's definitely a feud starting here. I'm, I'm presuming Charlotte Flair's meant to be a face, although it's not really... Yeah, very I think she there. definitely is. She is. Okay. I've, I've not been 100% sure yet. Um, but yeah, interesting. I don't know what you guys make of this match that's coming up, but um, well, I think their first match because obviously she they've already had a match, didn't they? And it was it was quite good. And I like Sonya Deville, and I'm glad she's getting put in the spot. But I think they could have built her up better in in the process of getting to this point. Um, but who else is there <laughs> <laughs> apart from doing Live again or Raquel? Raquel, I think Raquel's going to hold off for a while because they may want her to potentially be champion i don't know the way they book her yeah, yeah well she she beat live on this show um which was you know one of the other women yeah we, i was segments. gonna get to that that from, you know i was show. surprised how often Liv is taking taking l's at the moment she's she's cutting promos and she's like being serious and she's got a decent character but she's losing a lot um which is i don't know it's a bit annoying but yeah, it's it's hard to know what to do with Liv right now because she's she's kind of peaked in a way that Money in the Bank pay per view. I'd be impressed if she gets a better showing than that that she did that night. So yeah, it's hard to know on the come down what you do. I thought she was heading towards the tag team with Tegan, and maybe they still are, but they they were separate on this show. Um, so I, I don't really know what Liv Morgan like. If you know, again, if I was booking, I would put her in a tag team because the tag divisions weak. Well, Herman and... Seager Knox were kind of a team for a bit. Yeah, that's it. And then, th- then they were separate on this show. So I yeah, don't know what... and that was the another the other women's segment on the show. We might as well talk about that while we're here. It was uh, a random match between. Well, we're not that random, I suppose. It's pretty it random. Had a bit of a build in sense of. Um... Oh yeah, Zaylee was masked if we all oh, hooded. She did she? a kind of attacker during a match. Um, yeah. But yeah, Zaya Lee versus Tegan Knox, which was a very quick match. Tegan got a win, and she's another return they haven't done a much with at the moment. Um, no. Yeah, but I think that obviously they want to get a few women's matches on the shows to build to the Rumble, because obviously the, all of these you've only got 20-odd women on the roster, so they're all going to be in the Rumble. So you have to have some sort of build for people like Tegan Knox um, and like Mia Yim when she was on Raw. People like that, they have to have some wins under their belt, I think, um, to make it Slightly interesting at the Rumble. Yeah, no, that is... Because um, there was a conversation as well backstage, um, which led to the Liv and Raquel match, where Liv ended up slapping Raquel and they were talking about the Rumble. And Liv, obviously Liv sounds like she's entering number one. That's her whole like character, is I want to yeah. enter number one and win. Um, so I think she's going to be like the Iron Woman of the match. I think she's going to come in one and last till number 30, but she won't win. I think that'll basically, or maybe not be number 30, but like number, you know, very nearly end. Yeah, towards um, the end. And then, you know, Emma and Maxine Dupree were talking about it with her. Um, I mean, yeah. even Maxine Dupree might end up in the Rumble. That's how short they are on women. <laughs> Never seen her wrestle. She could be no. good. Exactly. I don't have a clue, but yeah, it's a bit random, really. Just once, actually, I saw some stuff on Twitter. Was like, "Where's Mace?" Have you guys seen this? Oh yeah, they actually are doing some really good stuff on YouTube with this Maximum Male Model stuff. It's is is it on TV. YouTube? Okay. Yeah, I, I just wondered where that was going because so there's a show called Making It Maximum that they're doing on YouTube, and it's like funny content. Um, and yeah, Mace walked out on them last week, so I don't know if that's going to lead to anything. Okay, but it's co- okay. it's comedy stuff, and they're just they're just not putting it on TV. Which is a bit of a shame, actually, because I, I think that's the one use of them that you can actually get. They're not going to be, you know, as a gimmick in ring, it doesn't really work. But I think um, just doing comedy skits and stuff, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah no, fair I enough. think we're probably on Raw now, aren't we? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Um, Cody Rhodes is in a rumble. What do you make of that? 
That, 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 well, that, it was that, obvious. I mean, it was like I've said it, before. No. I don't. I didn't want them to announce him. No. I know they're trying to drum up views, but I um, wanted a, an uncertainty whether he was coming. Does Does this change your mind over whether he's winning or not? That they've announced. <laughs> I, him? I don't know. Sometimes they're so over obvious. Mm. Cody but, feels like the obvious winner. It it rocks, it's either gonna, it's either going to be Cody or the Rock, in my opinion. Um, I'd rather Cody win it because I don't think the Rock needs the Rumble to face Roman. Um, mm. And then you can have two matches. I think you should yeah. have two matches. If you're, if you're doing the well, Rock, you should do Ro- Rock, Rock v. Roman on night two for the Universal title and Cody v. Roman on night one for the WWE title. And that way you can split the titles. Roman yeah. can keep the Universal till maybe SummerSlam and then Cody can have the WWE Championship. That's how I would do it. Agreed. Um, I'd have the Rock come out after the Kevin Owens Roman Reigns match, I wouldn't actually have him in the Rumble at all. Um, I agree. I'd have Cody well. win the Rumble. Um, in terms of making makes him more or less likely, I'm not sure. It seems almost too obvious he's going to win at this point. But they're also they're pushing it so much, aren't they? Like these video packages, he'll get the pop. Whatever. I just feel it would have been a lot more exciting <laughs> if he just turned. I just think what, if he isn't winning the Rumble, what does Cody do at Mania? And I know we might do a, a pod on you know what people's plans are for Mania. Mm. We might we might try and do that, but. Um, I just don't know. I'm mean, apart from facing Seth again, which I just think is a bit of a waste. I don't think needs to happen. I don't really see what else they're going to do. So, but yeah, I mean, I'm ex- I am excited he's back, and I've also got the US title he could potentially go for. But I know he's made it quite clear he wants the main title, yeah. and that's the issue with it. It doesn't feel um, it's going to feel a bit below par if he if he just gets the United States title. I think. And yeah, do you think he'll enter early or late? Early. Early. Yeah. I, don't I think know. if he's going to enter like depends 30, how fit they would have kept him a surprise. That's the problem. If you yeah, wanna... I, th- I think it, if he was going to enter like 30, I think they would have just kept it quiet. Because you want that big yeah. pop towards the end. I think he comes in like th- three or four, something the like that. The only problem with that is if he's not fully fit, because this is a very quick recovery, you could potentially injure him having him in the match that uh, long. How much wrestling do you actually do in a rumble? Yeah, do you I, I remember Jericho it... lasting like one hour, 12 minutes once, and he was on the apron in the corner, lying down for like at least yeah. 45 That's minutes. just so lackluster, though. I almost <laughs> feel you need Cody to like burst in and just start destroying. Yeah, I think else. he will at the start, but then I think it will, it will slow down. And I, I just, I think, I think that is the way they'll go. I think if they were, if he comes in at 30 and they've announced it, then it is a waste of announcing him. So I think we have to wait and see. If they have another big surprise lined up, like if someone massive comes out of 30 that we're not expecting or 29, like when Edge came out a couple of years ago and they didn't announce it, that's what you want. I think we were kind of all expecting Cody anyway, so I'm not that bothered. No. no. So, well, something I suppose that plays into this really, if, if we start talking about the start of Raw, um, yeah. while the Usos and Solo were out talking about and announcing Raw 30, mm. and then we have the Judgment Day sort of, standoff i love this feud by the way i think this is brilliant two powerful heel teams sort of going yeah. at it but the thing that's interesting is they're confirming again we've already spoke about this that it is only for the raw tag team titles yeah. this and that's another week. thing that actually happened on smackdown because there's a number one contenders smackdown tag titles tournament yeah. starting this week as well the fact they're splitting these would say to me they're definitely going to split Roman's titles. And yes. They're not making too much of a big deal about it. Well, we don't it. know they're that they're going to lose, but I, I assume the fact that they're doing two, I think the judgment is going to win here. It's a big thing on Raw 30 as well, isn't it? To yeah. happen, have a, t- have a title change. Yeah. I think Judgment Day probably deserve some titles at the moment. I think they could do. Yeah, I, I actually think right now, Dominic Mysterio is one of the highlights of Monday Night Raw. So <laughs> I never I, right now... Today. He's as hot as he's, as he's ever been. Strike, like strike now. Make him, make, maybe have Sammy cost him the titles on Monday. And then, you know, Sammy would do something to, you know. As Accidentally, re- but yeah. Well, no, m- no maybe it's revenge for, for, well, I guess there's a Smackdown in the middle. But revenge for them messing up his match with KO or something. And we see the first Sammy retribution, maybe. But... I don't know, but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting and I'm looking forward. I'd be well happy if Judgment Day were tag champions. I, I think that would make it, that would feel really fresh on a tag title situation, which has felt quite stale for about a year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they do. I think they definitely need to split the tag titles because 
you can't only have the US title and a Raw Women's title on Raw. I know you've got the Women's Tag Titles as well, but they're not doing anything with those. So I know the Usos go on Raw, but yeah, you do need you need to split them titles. It also gives you more matches at WrestleMania to book as title matches that feel big. Because then yep. if Judgment Day keep them till Mania, for example, I mean, I don't know who they... I don't know if they do the Freebird rule, maybe, like the New Day used to do, and then anyone could defend them. Because mm. my thinking was obviously Don would face Ray in some sort of way. They've got Mania. they've got to at Mania. Be mad so if you, they didn't. So you could have you could make Priest and Balor the tag champs, even though it looks like it's going to be Dom in the match. Um, yep. But you could do Priest and that gives Priest and Balor a big match at Mania, and you could do Priest and Balor be like, I don't know, you could have a multi man tag match or something with Street, Street Profits, Profits, the Alpha mm. Academy, and whoever else. But well, they did actually Champa can return and Gargano by then. Something like they, that would be They really did cool. uh, beat the Alpha Academy on this show as well, just in a tag match. And it was kind of confirmation that the Alpha Academy are going face. How over was Otis? Yes. Yeah. I wrote this on my notes. So Otis, awesome. at the moment, the last couple of weeks, I've noticed he's getting really big hot tag reactions. Yeah. And I don't know where it's come from. Yeah. yeah. And it, I remember he did the Caterpillar in one match and Gable was like, one time only. This is the only time you can do it. And he's done it in like every match since. Yeah. So... Mm. They're, I think they're going face, which I think is actually a good move. Yeah, that means hopefully they'll start to pick up some wins because mm-hmm. the heels yeah. they just lose all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a massive fan of the Alpha Academy. I'd love to see them have a face tag team title run. Um, yeah, they're great, and they're, and the match here was good. Obviously, Judgment Day one with Dom getting the pin. I think they're really leaning in the nice Dom. I, I love his promos. Um, going back to the. Um, the face-off between Judgment Day and the Bloodline, the bit between mm. Solo, Sokoa, and Rhea Ripley as well was really cool. Yeah, I, I thought Rhea was about to, to body slam him or something. Yeah, it's like the enforcers of each group, but one's a woman. So I thought it was yeah. really cool. I thought it was it was really cool. Um, Seriously yeah. building uh, Rhea as well here. Um, she, yeah. Out of that group, even though they are fantastic, I think she is the standout. I mean, we're talking about Royal Rumble odds-on winners. Rhea Ripley, for me, I, I just don't know why you wouldn't have her win the Rumble yeah, at this point. Great. Like, have she should win, and then I'd almost have a, well, you can't really have a destroyed Belair, but they can have an absolute belter of a match, can't yeah, they? Yeah, Belair and Ripley at yeah. Mania. I mean, I don't know what you do with Becky in that case, but it's going to be... Well, that's the thing. It's either I think it's either going to be Rhea or Becky. It's going to be one of the two. I, I wouldn't think Becky, Becky Bailey could go to Mania if you carry it on. They could do. I think that they've got a steel cage match on Raw. Yeah, coming up. Um, yeah, which will be a banger. If you have Bailey get yeah. one over on Becky, you could. I think you could go to and have them mess about in the Rumble. I think you could take that to Mania. Yeah, I, I yeah. think you could potentially elongate that feud if Becky gets some backup because they keep talking about Becky being on her own in this feud. Um, and I think you could have a tag title feud against Dakota and Thingy as well. Where's um, Oscar thinking about it? Well, she's been doing that weird stuff on Twitter where she's kind of like changing her character. So I oh, she's, she's still going ret- through that. I think she's going to return at the Rumble, but she's going to be like a bit different. The heel, yeah. Um, oh, okay. So that's interesting-ish. Um, but that Becky, let's talk about Becky's promo. Um, comes out through the crowd. John yeah, it comes out through the crowd, which I like. I like her doing. She's done it once before, and it worked. Hmm. Um, and just basically calling Bailey a Karen, which I thought some of this was a bit rough. This yeah, did this this Karen back and forth. I didn't enjoy it. Was so not, like not once Bailey come out. I thought it was a bit. Awkward. Well, like Becky was explaining the joke. Like yeah, no, we get the joke. Don't have to like explain it. And it was just a bit, just a bit awkward uh, between between the two of them. Where it, you know these are two absolute pros, but. Yeah, yeah I, I, it was I, weird for them. It was like they didn't this, know what was going yeah, this on. This back and forth felt like a NXT back and forth between, like, you know, Sol Rooker and Karen stuff felt Stratton. very cheap yeah. for someone as good as Becky. It was like she had to explain the joke as well. Like, yeah, I know that was I, part of the promo, but it was terrible. I was like, this is awkward. Um, <laughs> also, Bailey's shoes were about five times too big for her. I don't know. I didn't notice that. that. I did walk, and there was like an inch at the back of her foot. And I thought, because of that, I thought she was going to kick him off and have a little bit of a scrap. But no, they must have just had a bit of a wardrobe malfunction there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I did not really enjoy this promo at all. Um, I, I guess I like the fact that Becky's getting in Bailey's head. Did you I, yeah, I love, I love the fact face? she goaded her joined... into 
join Becky cage match. Mm. I love that um, because she's basically like, so you've got no problem with, you know, mm. having a match against me. And she was like, no, no. And she was like, you've got no problem being a steel cage match with me. And she was like, shit, kind of. <laughs> I liked yeah. that. I liked that bit of it. Particularly. Do you think this could, I haven't really thought about this before, but do you think we could have Bailey turn on damage control, join Becky and then potentially have them win, win the well, titles? There, and there was a- something Bailey said in this promo where she was like, oh, I don't need these two. Was basically, and she, the way she kept saying it, she was like, oh yeah, I don't need EO and Dakota. And I was mm. like, that, like, if I'm EO and Dakota, I'm getting a bit annoyed by that. Yeah. I, I can imagine either them turning on Bailey or the other way around, but I and think there could Becky be something Mania in there. Thing, isn't it? Becky and Bailey versus Damage Control win the tag titles. And then you're in a scenario yeah. like Sasha and um, Sasha Bailey when they carried those titles for so long and it was actually interesting. And you could yeah. have them turn up on NXT and things like that and just generally make it quite cool on all the brands. They're both amazing talkers and amazing wrestling. You've got a lot you can do there with singles wrestling, tag wrestling, promos. So yeah. I could see that I've, maybe happening. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Keeps them away um, from the well, main title picture as well, where they don't I, I think, be at the moment. I think we're going to get... My t- prediction for tag team match for Mania is, though, is uh, Ronda and Shayna. I think that, yes, that's going to be good. the tag Yeah, that, that's, that's the other option, yeah. I think that's the, the, the obvious route to go down. Mm. But a cooler route would be that one, I think. I thought maybe we would have the Ronda Shayna thing first, earlier, so then maybe they then basically have a dispute. I mean, you could have it where Becky and Bailey this whole thing gets sped up and they, they win the belts before Mania. Then your Mania match is Becky and Bailey versus Ronda and Shayna. Yeah, which is a, do that. A, That'd be awesome. As big a title match as you can get for the women's tag team titles, I would yeah. say. And there's still plenty of time. Yeah, yeah it, it, it could easily happen. Um, EO Sky did wrestle. She lost to Meechin, who I think did come out um, in support of Becky towards the end. Um, yeah, they had a tag match. Memory they? serves them right. Um and yeah, Candice LeRae here helped Meechin get the win. So I think maybe the next tag feud we'll get, we're talking about tag feuds, I think the next tag team title match we're going to get is Meechin and Candice LeRae versus Damage Control as a filler feud, which it just shows the lack of women's tag teams they do have because yeah. they've got no build as a tag team whatsoever and they're probably going to get a tag team title match. It, it, it just, to me, screams Indy Hartwell call-up. I, I, I don't understand why that hasn't happened yet. I know. I don't De- get it. Dexter's there, Johnny, Candice. It just all makes sense. And Dexter's like, not no direction now, really. Yeah. Now the mystery and, is over. And they've even played into the Dexter indie stuff on NXT TV recently. Like Dexter's yeah. come back a few times. So yeah, to me that that's the direction. Yeah, you go it's strange. In terms of Candice and that. Um before we get on to the main event, because that's obviously the big talking point, we'll I want to just talk about where well, we opened with Sarah Sokoa beating Mustafa Ali. This came yeah. off the back of that um, opening promo. Um, and Solo continue look, being booked strong. Ali in a bit of a weird position where he's kind of angry with Dolph about not tagging with him and costing him a match. And that feels like a very bottom of the card feud. Dolph against I lo- Ali. I like their little com- uh, their things though. It's kind of interesting. I like yeah. it. They're sort of slowly building it. Um I don't know when the match the match will just happen more. I'm sure. Yeah, that's that's. They might have an interaction in the rumble or something. Maybe who knows? I don't want them to keep announcing any more people for the rumble. So, um, I hope they don't, you know, announce people like that for the rumble because you've got to keep some spaces open. Um, That was my a massive issue with it last year. I know they've been doing it this year a little bit, but it's not quite got to the point yet where we know every person in it pretty much. Yeah. Um, But yeah, um, I like that little interaction. But the solo yeah. match was good, and and solo just—I mean—they mentioned he's not lost in a singles match uh, yet, and he keeps yeah. getting the push. Yeah. Um, if he's in the rumble, by the way, God, he could go close. I can imagine Roman watching backstage like shitting himself. Um, yeah. That solo's going to win. <laughs> like I, I could see that being a thing, and they can slowly tease that he won't win, but they can tease that Roman's worried. You know. Mm. Um, and then that later down the line, you could do that feud maybe, but I could see something like that happening. Yeah, it, yeah, that would be incredible. I mean, imagine if you had like a last four of like Solo, Sammy, Seth, and Cody. Oh, that's 
Like all yeah, four of those options are amazing for Roman. So, or like the Rock, if he enters it, like there's there's, there's a lot they can do, uh, as we've mentioned loads of times. Um, a big part of this Raw was the Hurt business. Or yes, and I love that potential yeah, of the Hurt business. So we had, I'll just mention a couple of matches we had. We had the Street Profits beat Cedric and Shelton. We had Omos defeat Elias. Yeah, he haven't seen and, him in a while. And we had the main event. But what do you make of the kind of progression of this Hurt Business storyline with Omos involved and Shelton I, and Cedric and I like it. MVP? I like it because they haven't just gone overnight here's the hurt business again. Like they haven't done that. They've, yep. they've said that Lashley's like reluctant. He's got issues with it. Um, obviously Shelton and Cedric are kind of into it, but Omos wasn't in there before. And I think adding Omos into it makes them a really interesting faction. Yeah. And if they were yeah. up against the bloodline at some point, I mean, that's an, you They'd can look do, legit, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. Omos versus Solo is like the, you know, the enforcers of the group, if you like. Obviously, Lashley v. Roman is a massive match. And then Cedric and Shelton versus the Usos would be decent. So, um, an MVP and Heyman on the mics as well. You can get them involved. Like this, That could be an absolute fire uh, feud going after like Mania. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I love the way they've slowly built it. You haven't really seen Omos in a while, but I, I like him. I, I think him being in a faction is the smartest yeah, idea. Yeah, definitely. Him, honestly. It is, yeah. He isn't going to do much as a single star i think um i think i'm glad actually that they that mvp didn't forget omos because for a while i thought that's what might happen he just left omos and moved on i i'm not sure whether the hurt business is going to end up with all of these four or five with mvp in it i'm I'm not quite sure what the hurt business looks like down the line um I, I would like it to be all four, but I think it, we might just get Lashley and Omos and MVP and not Cedric and Shelton. But oh, I want them to be a shame because I think they, they, need, they need something. They deserve. Yeah, no, to I agree. I, on TV. I want them to be in there, but they just they seem way below the rest. Like I know, but you can sort of send them out as the fodder, can't you? And then the, the big boys come in and. I want Especially to see if pick, you're facing up a few wins. It depends as well who you've got planned for Mania for Lashley, because you know there's a lot of talk a, a while back about Lashley Lesnar three, um, mm. and you could in the build up have Omos and Lesnar face off. You can have Lesnar destroy the others, but then like yeah, you know, and stuff like that. I don't know if that's going to be the match. I don't know if that's the direction because I've heard of a different match for Lesnar potentially as well. But um, yeah. It, it's interesting. It depends what you've got planned for Mania, I think. So I, I think the way we get Lashley into this faction is he loses to Theory, but through some sort of screw. And then he's like, actually, I do need some sort yeah. of backup watching my back. Because um, at the moment, he's very reluctant, isn't he? I love yeah. that sort of angle, though, with you thought with them two coming out, they were going to try cost Lashley, but actually they're trying to help him, which was kind of cool. I really like that. Yeah, well, that's, that's that's the main event. We had the six pack challenge, whatever it's called. Or... Elim- well, it was an elimination elimination match. match. Which I yeah. love these. I love yeah, it. Yeah, this this was this was a really really good match. So we had Miz Ziggler, and this is the order they also went out. So yeah. Miz Ziggler, Finn Balor, Corbin, Seth, and Lashley. And nice to see Miz Ziggler and Corbin actually getting a decent yeah, title match as the yeah. main event as well. Well, what um, I liked as well is they gave them all like video packages or promos in the night. And, and, and they also said that they're all former United States champions. Yeah. Um, so it made them feel important, even if they haven't been, you know, Corbin and Ziggler especially haven't really been billed as important on TV recently. But they, they made them feel important here. And I thought this match was really cool. I love the bit with um, Seth and Rollins, like uh, Seth and Dolph, sorry. Um mm facing off and then teaming with each other for a bit. Yeah. Um, I like that. I liked the Miz and Dolph bit as well. Um, and obviously the Hurt Business and Momos involvement. Really it good It was match. great also seeing Seth look very strong throughout. Yeah, yes, because he got he eliminated like two everywhere. or three people, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think all eliminations were by Seth and Lashley. Yeah. I don't think anyone else got a pin in no. this match. So it was, it was quite, and they were the last two, and they've been the two in the title picture for what feels like a while now. So they felt like the dominant two, which is probably fair 
in, in, yeah. in this scenario. Uh, but at the same time, no one felt really weak. Everyone got their stuff in. Like the Miz yeah. nearly got a fall. Like Ziggler did some zigzags. Yeah, Miz looked strong kicks, at first. Like, it, got yeah, but everyone, everyone got their stuff in. And even Corbin hit like a deep six and some some bits and pieces, which was nice to see as well. So I thought this was really, really good and well booked. Yeah, so we have Lashley and Theory booked for Raw 30. I know we've seen this match quite a few times now, it feels like. Um, that show next week. I mean, we're obviously, we'll have to review. But that looks... I mean, you've got the Legends, which I'm not overly fussed on, but you've got Taker, you've got yeah, Flair. Taker? That's, that's a big one, Taker. Yeah, yeah. Taker could be, you've got Taker, Flair, the Bella Twins, Farouk, uh, or Ron Simmons. Uh, <laughs> who else you got? Um, oh, HBK, obviously. X-Pac. Yeah. Yeah, the DX guys will be there, won't they? Um, it's the same old faces. That is the only negative. But, it's going to um, be a bit of a party. Teddy but Long, I, I also think you might get like a big return, like an Edge or a Lesnar next week as well, I can see. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if you got a Cena or a Rock or someone like that as well, maybe. I think it's going to be a big show next week. And they've got the steel cage match with Becky and Bailey. You've got, is it two title matches? Yeah. Yeah, What's the tag the... and the United States. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and then the Roman stuff. So And yes. the Roman acknowledgement. So that's a lot of segments that are, you know are pretty big. Yeah, it is. Um before we finish Raw, there was a couple of other things that happened. We had the brawl between Alexa and Bianca. Yeah. Um, and then they saw Uncle Howdy. Um Yeah, Uncle Howdy kind of distracted. That was quite yeah, a cool uh, scene, actually. I quite liked that. Yeah, so he's now on both shows. Yeah, which is interesting. He is the link between Bray and Alexa because Bray and Alexa have not interacted at all. No, and, and they've not really met. I mean, Alexa's mentioned Bray quite a bit, but Bray hasn't even mentioned Alexa like, at all. No. So, but it's interesting yeah. they've got this on both shows. Um, yeah. And it's still not sure what whether Howdy's for or against i know he did sister abigail bray but that could mean a number of things um so it's, it's intriguing definitely and i i wonder whether uncle howdy gets revealed at the rumble in that la night match um i'd hope so i hope so they they need to do I something with that i don't know whether alexa and belair is for the rumble as well isn't it that's a, yeah that's that a is yeah, yeah so they're both at rumble in rumble matches maybe howdy appears in both or you know, I don't know how, how it works, but going to be interesting. Uh, and Bronson Reed beat Akira Tozawa. Yeah, well. and I thought, actually, that was a really good showing for Bronson Reed for his first yep. match. Because when he first came out there, I noticed no one reacted. No one, everyone was just like, oh, what's, you know, who's this kind of, I think some people probably didn't know who he was because he hasn't really been on the show much, has he, since he debuted. Um, but the match was so good and his big tsunami splash thing that he does mm. and his dives to the outside like cannonballs and you know he's got that athleticism as a big man that people are going to be like wow what is this um and it the only i mean i don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing but tozawa did get quite a lot of moves in as well um tozawa's been, been booked better than he ever was ever basically yeah. recently he's actually showing a bit of wrestling rather than just roll up 24 seven and comedy yeah, yeah. ninja stuff. It's good, it's good for him. Um, and and yeah, Reed, I thought looked awesome here. Um, and by the end, I'd say the crowd were into it because he was so good. Um, yeah. And I, hopefully he, I think he should definitely be in the rumble and get like, well, eliminations or something. that was something I wasn't quite clear on because Tazawa basically went to Pierce and said he wants to be in the rumble and Pierce said, okay, you've got a match tonight for it. So I don't know whether that meant this was a Rumble qualifier. Well, he said it'll, it'll help your case if you win. So okay. it wasn't officially a qualifier because I think that would have given the result away and like they didn't want to commit to it. But I yeah. think Bronson Reed will be in it. Regardless. Yes. I, I don't see why you'd bring a big man like that back and not put him in a Royal Rumble match. Um, and I think this Royal Rumble is shaping up. I know we've got a few people announced for it, but the guys that are in it so far, it does feel quite a big match. And then you've got the surprises, the potential people like The Rock being in it. But you've got Cody, you've got Lashley, you've got Ray, you've got Seth, um, amongst others, you know, that have announced for it. Um, Bronson Reed will probably be in there. I'm sure you're going to get a couple of comebacks. Whereas last year's Rumble very much felt too, there was too many tag teams and mid-card guys in, in it. And I Yeah, I, I, I remember us all thinking towards the end, we were like, well, who's... The, haven't, I, I think Strowman kind of knew who was left. 
Yeah, I think Strowman and Gunter are going to be in it as well by like what they said. So I think just... Gunter is. I think he's on the yeah. Um, poster. Yeah, because he said he wants to go in there and win it. And Fury's in it as well because he, and again, he's the United States. So there's quite a lot of big names already announced. Um, yeah, you're surely going to get like the Seth. I don't think he's announced, but. Seth is in it, yeah. Seth is, Seth is announced, announced yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Obviously, he's going to be in it anyway, but. Yeah. Cool. Well, I don't think there's anything else from. No, it was I'm a pretty good week in wrestling, really, and I think this week coming is shaping up to be even we, better. We've got big shows coming up this week. This this Raw could be huge. Yeah, and then next week, we've got the return of predictions. Yes. Uh, yes. Which obviously I'll have to be tweeting out soon. Um, obviously, RM Punk won last year. I'm sure he'll want to defend his crown. But um, His t-shirt. Yeah, anyone that's yep. not entered before, if you're listening to this. Get involved. Um, I think this year we're just going to do WWE. Just WWE. Because so we, we don't get uh, as many interactions on involved. the Yeah, because it seems like when we do NXT or AEW, um, we get some predictions, but we don't get, we get like half the people don't bother. And I think they've got no chance of winning if they don't watch yeah. the show. So we're just going to keep it to WWE yep. um, for now. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And obviously really looking forward to the Rumble, which we'll, I'm sure we'll have a special pod after that we might try and do something in the build-up to the rumble as well if we get time but no promises on that front yeah yeah definitely we'll try and get something out um if you haven't already followed us on twitter uh find us on there at recharge wrestle um alternatively if you're not watching this on youtube already like subscribe on youtube just search recharge wrestling check us out on all of your podcast platforms just search recharge wrestling we're, we're, we're in all of them and we will see you guys same time next week. Yeah. Bye-bye. Cheers. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.